Hey everybody, just a little information before the episode starts. Uh, I completely forgot that I actually changed the name of the podcast a little, and I guess that messed up our iTunes submission. So now if you're searching for us, it's MTG News Across the Multiverse. Um, I didn't realize that that was going to be an issue. Thank you for sticking with us. You'll probably just be about two episodes behind. Thank you and enjoy the episode. Episode 15. Wait, say that again. I uh, wasn't recording. No. <laughs> just going to mute in the middle of my question. You fucking dick. You fucking dick. That's but... not how this is going to work. <laughs> but yeah, so I made um, I made Platinum, and then I was like... Well, you're Platinum wait, 3, wait, right? Wait, well, yeah, yeah. Or, or 2. I don't know. It's 2 or 3. I, I haven't played in a couple days. Um, you Did you make it you with Mono Red, with? or...? No, I did a combination of mono red and uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Gyruda. Gyruda. Oh, the... that deck is, they're going to ban the fuck out of that card, man. There's <laughs> no way they don't. I'd be pretty surprised. I've seen, and... um, I've seen main decks, because that's what I, that's what I got to platinum with, was with, uh, Gyruda. Yeah. Yeah, that deck's a little unfair. Yeah, I mean, Legacy, with two LEDs in your hand, you just immediately play it on turn zero and win the game because you have things like Clone <laughs> and Phantasmal Image and, and they force Dark Double. Oh, no. It's just life is good, you know? There was so many games where they're, they're even playing, like, main... Like, other control decks and other decks like that are playing, like, main deck Hushbringer. Yes. Uh, that's main deck and then, Ley Lines. You know what's getting me, too, is a fucking Ley Ley work again. They always go get their... Graftigger's Cage. Graftigger's Cage, like, super early on. And I could bounce with a Dream Eater, but rarely can I do both. Like, play a Gyruda and bounce a Dream Eater in, like, the same turn with raw mana. So, so the version... I think the version I'm playing is playing like a one of a seven seven that gives all your creatures plus two plus two trample vigilance. Uh, oh, the gre- the razor foe and raise forerunners. Yeah, and right, then it's something like that. And then it's playing a like a two of or a three of uh, Sphinx three five hexproof. It flies. It has lifelink. Uh, Dream oh yeah, 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 I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so there's a lot of games where like they'll throw something down like a Hushbringer, or they'll get like a Leyline or a Graftigger's Cage, and I'll just be yeah. like, well, but I'm not doing stop anything. you. Yeah, Leyline stops you. Oh no, it doesn't. Leyline doesn't. No, no, stop no, 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 no. Leyline. No, Leyline doesn't stop me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things uh, like cage or any any sort of exile or graveyard. But most of the time, I just I end up just attacking. Like they're like, oh, ha ha ha, he's stopped, and I'm like, here's my yeah. my dream. Uh, swing right. for three, swing for six, because it's still <laughs> six six for six. And then swing for like four seven sevens. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, there's been a That's lot of games part. where it's just been attacking, and they've been like I trying to do lot, a I had a play. lot of people concede, like, turn four or five. Oh, yeah, because it's just like, well, he has three six sixes, or three seven sevens and a six six yeah, out. Like, I guess I, I die. With that. So, like, the card's pretty much too good. You know what I've been playing in the one of in the main deck, too? Hmm. The uh, three four moth. Yes, I think that's great that you get to do this back with flying. Yep. It just goes so good. Semi infinite with like, oh, get one into play. It dies because of legendary rule. It comes back, kill the other one. Another legendary rule. Now I have six Trigger triggers. Things. It was four triggers in like five seconds. Yep. And then my opponent was playing the same deck I was playing uh, without Mothra. Without Mothra, and I just milled him out. He was like, I was like, oh, please don't like go off and win on your turn. And I was like, oh, wait, he has four cards left in his library. Just slam another one. <laughs> you just play it and they scoop. <laughs> they scooped. Oh, my God. So but, um, good, man. But yeah, yeah, that's been my experience in this last two days of the season. Yeah, so do you agree that that card probably gets banned? I don't know. What do you think? Either I just yet. think that it's so good in every full. All these companion cards are too good, by the way. Yes, way too Canyon seems to be over. Over. It's like planeswalkers all over again, right? Like no, they didn't know what they were doing, and things are way too powerful. It's like Frexian mana and energy and things of that nature. They always screw up the first time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Free and then the third and fourth and fifth and sixth and so, and so on. Free card advantage is probably not the correct way to go. Where you sure. just start with eight cards in your opener, 
for basically almost a zero restriction on your deck? Like, what's yeah. the real restriction you're playing? You get rewarded for playing a specific style of magic, basically, yeah. and, and punished for not. And none of the abilities, like, none of the restrictions were that bad, but all the abilities are, like, really marginally very good. Like, there's not yeah. a companion that I'm like, oh, I couldn't see playing that one. Like, damage doubler, drawing extra cards, uh, animating the a card. one, I think, is, is underestimated a little bit at the moment. I agree. Mm-hmm. That's, like, one of the only ones you could build in, like, EDH with partners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that'd be kind of funny. See, and that's also <laughs> another thing. In EDH, you just have, now you have three commanders, essentially. <laughs> you, you do have three commanders. It's fucking do. crazy. I didn't oh, think awesome. Was three, three commanders. <laughs> I totally didn't realize that you could have three commanders. That's unfair. Well, no, and you don't, because you can't cast either. that again. You, you can't, can't cast, cast it again. Right. If you could cast it more than once, they'd be probably unplayable we would, they'd have to ban them all <laughs> but they are amigos they are amigos i mean we did already we already saw a ban of one of them we already saw a yeah. ban of one of them um but Before the game even started but so hello everybody and welcome to news across the multiverse hi hello it is <laughs> us i hope everyone's doing well so far during this hope this message finds y'all well yeah we're gonna be coming out of it in new york a little bit soon Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> Don't jinx us. Fingers crossed. It's a couple weeks from now, potentially. So Ikoria's... So I have... Have either of you touched an Ikoria card? Like, actively touched Physically? Card? Yeah. What have you been doing with these beasts, Jason? No. <laughs> I have not physically touched Cathartic Ikoria reunion, card. baby. However, um, I do own one single pack of Ikoria. What? How? So I bought a bunch of packs off this kid online, like individual ones, because I have a bunch of sealed packs that I collect. Yeah. And I spent like 400 bucks. And For one pack? That's was, crazy. No. no, not for one pack. <laughs> Jason, I was going to think I'm stupid. No. I bought a bunch of individual packs, right? And um, I think uh, I bought one. I, I don't know. He made me an offer, and I was like, all right, sure. And he included a pack of Icoria in it. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to keep it sealed because I don't care. But, now, how did he get it? Wait, is it a collector's edition pack? No. he He's one of the people on Buy, Sell, Roll that's been selling all, like, this. Uh, he just has a friend. He lives in New York. He's, like, in Long Island City. Oh, weird. But somehow has all the stuff. I mean, yes. Japan, Japan and... The Asian states have already, or Asian states, huh? Uh, Asian countries, you know, Asian states, New York, New York and California, California, New Mexico. <laughs> um, they've already, they already started Ikoria, right? They already, their releases yeah. happened already. They do. Japan has them already. They Japan have all the Godzilla. All the Godzilla. We were here to talk about something that was near and dear to my heart a while ago when I was playing in uh, GPs, but now has. Decided to sunset. Sunsetting. Sunsetting. What are we sunsetting? Then there's DCI numbers and planeswalkers. What are we sunsetting? I don't know. Whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Ikoria is already <laughs> gone. Look at that. That standard was crazy. Companions, yeah. right? What a mistake. Well, just wait till the next set comes down. There's even there's just so much shit, dude. <laughs> in in standard soon. Now, we could talk about that on other podcasts, but Jesus Christ. No, we could talk about it in this one, but let's just get through I, I guess I uh, the little bit of news real quick. So, they're sunsetting Planeswalker points. Uh, for anybody that didn't know what Planeswalker points are, because it really hasn't been talked about in a very long time, this is what your DCI number was for. It, um, it actually, if you go onto it before May 27th, when uh, they're going to be taking it offline, you'll be able to see all the competitive points that you've ever accumulated at any GP, uh, even the side events at GPs, they would have uh, points for those. Uh, oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. A little bit of, a little bit of history. Um, I'm pretty sure with the DCI numbers, this is the system in which they used to send us free cards, right? Uh, is it? I don't really know. I was uh, not there for too much of it. Like you, there, there was, there was. You get free cards for if you taught players how to play Magic. And uh, oh well, somebody's cards. opening a pack of Magic cards. No, that's me. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. That's, moving, that's, that's the Ikoria pack. That's the Ikoria pack. You said you wouldn't <laughs> open it. You said that you wouldn't. Got me all excited. It. Now I want to see what's in it. Oh God, it was <laughs> crap. No. 
<laughs> it's this damn companion. Um, but go ahead. What were you saying, Nick? Sorry about. Uh... They used to like that. Like the Guru lands used to be given out when you just like taught people how to play magic. You just like uh, sent it in, and you got this Guru land. I think that's how those started. So but three. They used to send three hundred dollars. As far as just getting three hundred. <laughs> yeah, all right, but I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> there was a time you probably buy those for like fifteen bucks. Oh yeah. Well, and that's the thing, like, um, the more you used to play, the more, like, they would send you, this is where the foil textless, uh, cryptic commands came from, the foil wrath, or textless wrath of gods. The player's rewards. The player's player's rewards. Mm -hmm. It was all done through the DCI system. Uh, and then, I mean, when was the last time you guys signed on to look at your DCI number? Never? Never? You've never signed on to see how many... Well, how many GPs have you ever played in? Me? I've only played in, like, two GPs. Two I've GPs. probably played in... Let's say ten. That's pretty good. I've participated in, yeah, maybe only two. Oh, I remembered my old DCI number. Oh, that's so funny. You remember it? Is it seven? <laughs> hey, well... <laughs> <laughs> no, and that's... Oh, but that's crazy, though. There were There were people that used to have, like, three-digit DCI numbers. Yeah, I knew. I met one guy who showed me his thing. He came into Champions, actually, and he had a four digit DCI number. And I was like, good God. <laughs> You're so old. Crazy. Why are they, you they, so old? So he doesn't actually have that anymore. No one has those. Like, they got new ones. So yeah. he told me, he's like, eventually they just gave me a new one. Yeah, they, they probably assigned him a new one because they were like, well, yeah. this is pretty old. You're not that old. No, You're not like that old. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I, I mean, but you are, but you're not. I'll go ahead and take a look at this Planeswalker points later and see what's yeah. the best I've ever done at a GP. Uh, anyways, um, but they're going to be sunsetting it. So if you have your place, your if you want to see how well you did and take a picture of what one time that you beat a pro player, uh, make sure to screenshot it because it will not be able to be downloaded and it cannot mm-hmm. be saved in any form. And therefore, it will not have happened. And then, and I mean, it would not have they happened. should give us something, right? Like, come on, for, even for a, wasting our time, <laughs> even a p, even a PDF file, or even like one last round of sending out foil textless things. Yeah, right. Just everyone gets Duel-Land. a new textless players award. Oh man, yeah. Send out Guru Lands. Those are you can reprint basic lands. Come on. Guru. No, because yes. I own a lot of those. No, no. Didn't do that. Send them all, send <laughs> so them all out. Unless it was like a totally different art and everything. <laughs> so you mean not like, Guru Lands? Well, it'd be Guru, but it'd be like, you know, new Guru. Different, like, different. <laughs> new Ru. New Ru. <laughs> new Ru, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know that you don't want to lose value like on your Yu-Gi-Oh old card. New Ru. Um... So yeah, so they'll be they'll be retiring this after I guess the beginning of tournament play, right? I would assume. I think they said twenty twenty one. I thought they said twenty twenty one. No, no, no. I mean the beginning of tournament play. Like the DCI has been around for that long. Yeah, uh, I mean yeah. tournament play has existed since what year? Nineteen ninety three. Ninety three, um, really? No, it's probably ninety four, maybe. Like actual, like. Like, like a like real world championships and things of that nature, or when was yeah, like there was the... like prize was handed out. First... I would say ninety. I would say ninety five. Ninety five. That sounds right. Ninety three is like when it came out. Seems a little too fast. It starts off immediately competitive. The first, yeah. you guys... Right, guys, this new game. We don't know if you like it, but get fucking ready. You guys ready for this? So the first major Magic the Gathering tournament was in nineteen ninety four. World Champions held at Gen Con ninety four. It was a single. It was a single elimination, five hundred and twelve person constructed event, run over three days of competition. Three it days. Three days. Probably That's crazy. Only, only got to play like uh, alpha, alpha, beta stuff. Probably. The first DCI tournament. Yeah, it used to be called the Duelist Convention. <laughs> the DCI was still called the Duelist Convention, and the event of the first tournament held at the 1993 Gen Con was the first tournament, and then the first pro tour, or, like, competitive tournament was 1994. 94. So DCI has been around since the beginning of the, basically the beginning of tournament play. 
That's kind of crazy to think about, right? Yeah. There's people out there that they could sign into their DCI right now and be like, I remember when I played John Finkel back in. They could see that, right? They could, they could see that. So, and what's their reasoning for getting rid of this? Outdated? No reason for it? What? Um, I think outdated, right? They said that magic is more popular now. That they don't need to like reward the buys for people for their DCI points and things of that nature. So they're just going to whatever system arena has. There's more people playing, so I think we should reward you people less because we're getting more money. That's what <laughs> I just. Heard. That's what I just right. heard. I think that's, that's kind of what in the article. Basically, what it sounds like they're saying. Jesus, that's crazy. They're saying everybody needs their arena ac- ac- account. I think that's what. Like I, 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 I don't have the article in front of me, but it's just. I so what now what we're all going to need is we're going to need a wizard's account. So you can sign on to a wizard's account and I mine is already up here. And apparently my password is wrong. Thank you for that. There we go. It's still wrong. Well, I guess I'll have to figure that out. But for zero percent chance I figure out what any of mine is. From now on, I guess you'll have to have your wizard's account sign in. Uh, I'm sure this will be linked to Arena at some point. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's going to be how we figure out who you are at magic events and yeah, everything like that. See, but that's the thing, right? We'll still have a num- We'll still have to have a number because there's how many Jasons out there and how many Tylers out there, right? You know. Yeah, but now Tyler has to put in new numbers for everybody when he gets back to work. Oh yeah. Oh Tyler, this is going to affect you. Say that again. I can't hear Nick. I'm telling you. No, so now you're gonna have now you're gonna have to uh, put in new numbers for everybody when they go back to play Magic. Uh, well, oh, uh, I never Wait. put the old numbers in, so. <laughs> so you can, if you want to, Tyler, on on Discord, you could turn Nick up his volume. I think I have him up all the way. That's a problem. You, you have <laughs> him at. I yeah, have him at. A, I have him at a hundred and ten percent. I'm gonna put him at two hundred and see what happens. Okay. Oh. All right. So I that's as loud as you're getting. My megaphone. No. <laughs> scream! I want to hear you scream. Um, scream now. So yeah, but they were saying, I, I've listened to other people tweeting about it, and they were like, I think that's fine if you're going to sun, sunset this system. We understand mm. it gets old. You need to you need to update it. You want everything to be streamlined through Wizards account, but give us a way to keep our player information. Like, who we played against, what we've done. You would think they would want to, but it doesn't seem like they have any interest in in, in doing that for us. Because there's no gain in it for them. It's a waste of their time, right? I mean, I guess pleasing part of the player base is a waste of time. <laughs> Making their customer I mean, happy. Yeah, because it, it. I feel like this is something in two years people aren't going to even remember happened. I guess so. Yeah. And that's how they're viewing it. I don't know. I did, I'm looking at it from, like, a big business standpoint, you know? I don't, I don't know. I mean, was it... I, maybe it was keeping up server space, keeping all these things together? I mean, they definitely had to pay for the server space, but it's, like, literal pennies on the dollar. Half penny. Hey, pennies on the dollar, even. <laughs> so those, hey, so those like... But that's the thing, like, if it's not costing you anything to keep it going, why even bother... Like, I understand, get everybody on the new system, stop giving out DCI numbers, awesome. But why why just close the server? Why, like, why get rid of it? Why get rid of all this stuff you've, like, worked so hard to... Accumulate over years. Yeah, it's just a ton, it's like, so much information, dude. Yeah. Just let someone data mine it first, right? Like, I mean, I... All the info, there, there used to be a website where you could go... And, like, well, there's one for MTGO, right? Where you go online and you can, like, see your lifetime records in MTGO. Can you? I remember there used to be. God, that's going to be embarrassing. (laughs) So somebody just, like, went in there and was like, oh, yeah, if this is, you you all are accounts, so here's your accounts, like, win percentage. And you go and see, like, oh, I have, like, a 56 win percentage. Which would be insane. I wish I had a 56 win percentage. That would mean I'm good. <laughs> Same here. Holy Jesus. Um, I can't. It can't be that bad, Omoto, for me. Oh, hey Nick, I pulled up a tournament. Uh, so in 2018, April 3rd, uh, we played against each other. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, I wonder. Can I screen share? I'm gonna share what, my. Is screen this 2014? Right no, 2018. Sorry. Oh, 18, 18, 18. That's recent. Share this. Go live, I guess. Last time Jason's played uh, Modern or something. It was probably one of the last <laughs> times I played Modern. So here Playing you go. Fucking Ponza. I, of course, I pulled up the one where I went. Uh, I went four zero. Or three three zero, and then Drew. Same so, thing. So this is definitely, the whole... definitely was playing Ponza. Definitely was playing Ponza. Uh, yeah, that deck four rows. Don't look hard. at don't look at this one. <laughs> that shows that you're a pro. That's why you went to. That's why you retired. Oh, I don't know. Okay, so here's another one. Loss, loss, bye, bye. <laughs> oh, it is modern. They were modern. Loss, loss, bye, bye. Loss, loss, bye, bye. Nah. Kerwin's. Pro- oh, don't tell Steve. I I did a Kerwin's pre-release and then Drew. <laughs> I do that, kid. <laughs> <laughs> the earliest one, 2017. This is not my first DCI number. Casual Modern. I've modern only had one DCI number the whole time. But you it's know only what? like five years. You know the crazy thing is, I know in this time I played at Champions, but none of them showed up. up on this. It's because Tyler doesn't put down your... <laughs> yeah, it was all time. We're going to blame it on Chris. Yes, in the last four years, I have fucked it all up. Even though I've been there for two months. Oh, Tyler, why were you doing that? You're messing me the whole it's time. All huh? my fault. I agree. <laughs> so, all right, we're done sharing with you guys. Oh shit! There you go. But yeah, so I mean, I guess neither of you will really care about it. But I'm kind of sad. I'm really, I really but liked it. I'm, yeah. I'm mean because they're just pushing arena, and they may or may they're just drifting further and further away from physical cards. But no one's. I feel like nobody's going to want to play EDH online. No, I. I don't think Arena could really support it. To be honest, yeah, I, I agree. I don't know how they'd format it. It would seem really difficult. It would take hours. To play. Where's the politic button? <laughs> I mean, Magic, Magic Online is probably the. I mean, besides the way where you're streaming, like with the setup above, with the uh, camera on your desktop. I couldn't see a way. I have no idea. Right? I just... Them to do it. I don't know. But, they, like, I, it, nobody would want to do it. And if they're going to make that a format, they're not going to push too far from Paper Magic because... I mean, EDH is what keeps Paper Magic alive, essentially. I mean, it's right. the only thing that keeps some of the reserve list cards. Well, did you see the, the jump in uh, Wheel of Fortune? Yeah, yeah that's that fake. That's fake? For, for, silly for a time. Yeah, that's not gonna that's not gonna stick. They might go up twenty bucks. That's your big jump. I'm gonna see what they're at right now. They're probably lower now. I mean, but so wheel uh, wheel of fortune can be reprinted. No, cannot no. be reprinted. Cannot be reprinted. But it got it's reprinted as a it, judge, it promo. judge promo. Yes. Yeah, they can do judge promos because they're cheesy. <laughs> now they can't. <laughs> yeah, well, now they can. Well, well, we could well, before. Well, now we can't. Yeah, uh, fucking learn. So at the moment they're they're about one one thirty. One thirty for Wheel of Fortune. I so we've seen Wheel of Fortune up to that price before though, right? Mm-hmm. So but anyways, that's a little bit further yeah. away. But yeah, so I don't know. We'll have I'll probably check out the wizard account thing if there's anything interesting mm-hmm. that's going right. on in there. I'll uh, I'll see. Suck a dick. Uh oh. Right, I, I gotta bail out. I'm sorry, you guys. That's okay. Yeah, so you need my help with something. Um well, I'm glad we got something in, and you guys enjoy continuing. Enjoy, have fun. I'll see yeah, you soon. Probably, won't. Yeah. probably gonna be a bad time, but <laughs> <laughs> nothing about I'll this is gonna be interesting. I'll, you. <laughs> I'll message you guys later. See you later. Thank you. So I don't know, Nick. Are you upset that any of this is changing? So I like I said, I I just don't know what it means for tournaments, physical tournaments, and how it'll how it'll actually yeah. work. Yeah, and whether or not this is going to kill some of the prices on cards and things of that nature. But. Well, it says, so for the future, the future isn't just brighter and more connected for Magic players. Uh, stores are going to have an easier time managing events and their player communities as well. Scheduling and managing in-store player tools are getting an upgrade on the Wizards Wizards event link. I guess I don't know what that is. Uh, players practicing, practicing in WPN events will need a Wizards account, and stores will be able to add and manage players using Wizards accounts, as well as apps such as the Magic uh, Compound. Oh, I guess they'll create an app. Oh, that could be an easy way. Like, everybody, you're requiring everybody to have a cell phone. 
But yeah, yeah. you can be like, oh, here's my app. Like, this is who I am. Tap. Go. This is me. This is me. I'm not faking it. Uh, but they were saying that, you know, people faking Wizards account numbers or DCI numbers will be penalized just like they were underneath the old system. So <laughs> no, no super cheating. No super cheating anymore. Um, no matter how many explorers you want. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, I guess I could see... they. So they're probably making quite a bit of money on MTGO. Yes. There's, no, there's probably no doubt about it. That money is probably flowing in well. But no real information about Paper Magic. Yeah, no, they're, not, they're not worried about it yet. Hmm. Well, anyways, I mean, we have a game coming out this year. We have... Um, you know what I have been playing a little bit before I go to bed every night? What? I have been playing Mana Strike. I don't know what that is. So, have you ever played, like, a dungeon... Not, uh, a tower defense game? Mm, not off the top of my head. Not off the top of your head? So, it's... You basically have two towers, and your main, like... Not general, but your main tower in the center uh and then you have planeswalker cards uh and you like deploy your planeswalker he go off he goes off and starts fighting uh whatever team's coming the opposite way and then you have either spells or creatures you can summon and then they fight each other until you destroy their tower and then their main tower okay Um, so i've been playing that every night it's fun i mean it's something to like kind of just go through the day or before you go to bed yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it is... It can be, like, quote-unquote, play to win if you don't mid-max one path and not veer from it. So be okay. be very certain on what you want to play before, unless you're okay spending a little bit of money. Play everything. Play... Oh, I just... I want to play them all. Oh, that's such a... Oh, why can't I get past level two? This is weird. <laughs> exactly. I can never beat this person in rank three. Did you... Did you want... Oh, so this is kind of funny. I don't know if you care, Nick. If you don't, it's okay. Mm. Uh, there was a little fan theory about uh, Ikoria and Eldrazi may have been on this plane at one point. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that Eldrazi might have visited at one point, or they might have been summoned. Like, one Ulamog has been summoned once with... And they had babies. Well, yeah, with kinda. Luke. <laughs> with Luca? So Luca. Oh, Luca. Oh, Luca. So I'm almost done with the story. I'm getting closer. So this we are going to Zendikar later this year. So we are going to Zendikar later. We could we could find out. I so with Zendikar coming, I'm fairly certain they're going to veer away from from the Eldrazi. Uh, I think what's going to happen is we're going to end up being. You'll see the effects of the Eldrazi on the land, but we're probably not going to be getting. We might get like. Two drones or something like that. Well, is like Kozilek is dead, correct? So they have been dematerialized. I guess would be the best way to say it. Kozilek and Ulamog have been have and been. Emrakul is just hiding in Anishad. Yeah, they've been deconstructed at the moment back into the the ether. That's... I, I eventually just think Ugin's going to be an Eldrazi. Oh, you think you think Ugin the Spear Dragon? Yeah. Uh, it's just going to be eventually behind the Eldrazi. So this was my theory about the Eldrazi, and I, I like it. So I think what the Eldrazi do is they go from plane to plane. When a plane either gets too old or too um, unstable, they end up destroying all the life on it and then rejuvenating the life and letting the plane restart from the beginning. That's what I think okay. the Eldrazi are. Like, I think they're the, the multiverse's way of... Of like system crops and making the soil better. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think that's exactly what they are. Um, Because if you think about it, like Ulamog the Ceaseless Hunger comes through, probably eats everything, like just destroys everything they can. That's biological. Uh, Kozilek comes in and starts creating new life uh, and mutates it around, and then Emrakul, I could see coming in and like refining it and being like, okay, this is the start of the plane. No, I could definitely see that. Right? Like, it's just a nice, clean theory. Uh, because even Ugin was like, we don't want to destroy them because we don't know why they're here. Like, they could serve this massive purpose 
that we've been holding them back. They might just be these entities that come around and eat everything anyways, and that's not great. Um, <laughs> but he didn't. He didn't know. Oh, but so the card that they thought might be the reason... So they were thinking most of the nightmares look very Eldrazi-like. Mm-hmm. They kind of have the multiple tentacles, and where is it? There is a card called Void Beckoner. And if you look at Void Beckoner... That's the Corona Godzilla. Yes, that is. Yep, mm-hmm. The Corona, the Corona Godzilla? Are you saying it's the Chinese-only, <laughs> the Asian-only Godzilla that we can get? But if you look at the picture, it's very, very Eldrazi looking. Okay. So here you go. Oh, no, that's just a... I think the Nightmare are more for the, when we go to Phyrexia next year. The Nightmare? Nightmare creature type is more like... like Oh! I think that will be part of that thing. Yes, yeah. I I think so, too. I mean... So that kind of there's so many like plot strings kind of hanging out there with the with magic right now. So you have the Silex with Karin, and um, you have well, what happened to Oko, uh, and what happened to Garrick, and what happened to the twins. So and in the last set, uh, Throne Throne of Eldraine, uh, we kind of left off with the twins disappearing after their spark ignited. And Garrick following them. But then, I mean, we know the twins end up on whatever plane... Conspiracy? No. Battlebond was, so... Mm-hmm. They developed into planeswalkers and got there eventually. So, I mean, there's, like, a bunch of plot lines. And I think at some point we will go, quote-unquote, kind of back in time and revisit some of the plots. Oh, for sure. Yeah, but... Yeah. If not, you'll just get a saga card that tells you. <laughs> yes, that's right. It'd be like, oh, and this is how they became great planeswalkers. Cool. Exactly. Halfway through your Ulamog uh, thing, I was like, who has a who has who's hungrier, Ulamog or Karaxa? Karaxa. Oh, the the which one's Karaxa? The the Titan who hungers. Oh, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look now. Let me take a look. It's like who's hungrier? Who's hungrier? <laughs> Croxa, 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 Croxa. The Titan Who Hungers. It's not from the new set, is it? It is. It is from the new set. Oh, my yeah, God. It's from uh, Theros. Oh, it's from Theros. Oh, you mean the guy with a bunch of mouths. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant it was from Ikoria. No, no, I was just trying to think of who was hungrier, because you're like, the Cecil is hungrier. And I'm like, but Croxa has all these mouths. But Ulmuk has zero mouths. How is he eating? <laughs> um, so what would you so what are you building what are you building in EDH what am I building in EDH so I just I finished uh, Niv-Mizzet with Gigantha Niv-Mizzet uh, with Giganta. yes Gigantha is the gruel companion that taps for Wooberg oh yeah okay cool 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 cool, cool. Um, so I have the I have that done I have the Cathril deck that I'm tweaking a little bit but that's pretty much done I have the uh, Zaxara, the Expel Tribal One, and the uh, Snake Man from the Rug Deck, who is just Nekusar, who switched to Timur. Now, are you? Are any of them impressing you, or are any of them like really catching your interest, and you want to play them? Oh, like I want to play. I want to play them all for sure. Like I want. I want. I think the the Snake One is going to be uh, painful. For people, I don't think they're going to realize that they're going to should hate it as much as Nekusar. Um, I think the Expel one is just going to be a lot of fun. That's why I need the Penmanzora from you. I have that. I have that sitting on my table for you. And then the Soul, the Soul Fire guy is just. I just want one shot people. And I also found out that you should like uh, indestructible counter and a Death Touch counter on something like a Pestilence Demon and just like go to town. Indestructible counter and a. Death touch. Death touch. Oh, pestilence demon! I keep thinking yeah. of the. I keep thinking of the one from New Phyrexia, where it was minus one, minus one counters that it distributed. Uh, uh, yeah, no, no, no. Yes, on a pestilence demon, that's much better. Yeah. yeah. Is it a is it a reanimator style deck? Is that how you play it? 
I was playing it as a just uh, I'm gonna one shot you with the with the commander. Okay. But there, I might add a little bit of reanimator because like I have like a thrashing one piece coming in the mail instead of the. Uh, oh, because then it says then put a plus one plus one counter on Cruxa for each counter put on a creature this way. Right. So normally I was just oh. put them on him and then just get all the counters on him, and then he's like, all right, so he has all these abilities and all these counters. So I so trample like, I and I'm like, death touch and. <laughs> Yeah, but like I may throw like a panharmonicon on and be like, "Hey, look! Now I get all these things, and I get double the counters, and it's a good time." Yeah, he and just then it just yeah, and then it, oh, I know. So, yeah, do you think there should have been a because we have all the keywords? We have trample, we have death touch. We have no, they, they they definitely were smart leaving haste off. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm sure somebody would have found a way and been like, "Oh yeah, uh, it haste." It would have been way. Too- you can't make it that easy. Yeah. No. Like, you can't just let me put Questing Beast and, like, Zatalp in the graveyard and go, like, and, like, you're dead. Oh, Questing Beast would have been so great. <laughs> so, oh, that would have been already, so they're great. They're in the deck. Yeah. Oh, man. So, um, I think we were talking either last week or the week before, we were talking about the humans deck. Uh, so, you were right. The head of the humans deck that I'm building now is straight that that girl, Verona Ryder. Mm-hmm. The 4-4 four, four, for, four. for 4. The Boros check. Yeah. Uh, I've cut black, obviously. But, yeah, she's just... Because you just get to cheat out... Even just cheating out um, night the Night Watch. Captain of the Night Watch. Captain of the Night Watch is good. Like, I, I'm really excited to play her. Yeah. That's something she I'm really like, She seems like she'd be up your alley. You just uh, cheat a bunch of people into play. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, that's. But ex- I, I, I did really like your combo version of the the humans deck. So. The but, blue version. No, the the Mardu, the one that was. If you like, were to focus just on Angel Glory's rising people to death. Yeah. I, so I mean, I haven't taken it apart fully. It's still it's still together. But there's it's not a, your style as much. Because it's not my style. <laughs> like, I'd rather I'd rather get out like sixty soldier or. <laughs> Five soldier tokens, and then land my general and swing, and cheat out like six other creatures. That's kind of like what I enjoy doing. Yes. Yeah. But um. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Are you going to build any of the apexes? Uh, no. I mean, I'm gonna throw two of the Abzan uh, apex in the two Abzan decks I have, but. First strike, or double strike, yeah. No, the, uh, Abzan is the death touch lifelinker. Oh, Abzan. Oh, 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 I'm thinking of Mardu. Uh, death touch lifelinker, yep. The apex of death. Yeah, I mean... Reanim- reanimate everybody. Reanimate he, he everybody. Would, he would be the one I would, would build if you were to build one, and if I were to build one, I would build the zero power tribal. Oh, so that you could reanimate everything. When it comes yeah, to play. so I just like throw out like all the Pelucranos, all the phantom creatures, all that sort of thing. <gasps> oh, because it's power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and they just feel like they come in like, oh, look at that. They're not actually zeros. Look but they're actually ten tens and five fives. And, <laughs> <laughs> and there's a doubling season out. Oh, isn't that crazy? <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I'm just, I'm that's looking the, at. That's the way I would do that if I were to, but. Most of the apexes are not good. I think the Jeskai one could be good for, like, Pioneer, but that's it. Yeah, none of the... So, and then I found out, like, I've come to find out, when we were comparing uh, Mutate to Bestow, so, kind of, Bestow is a little bit better than Mutate, because... Um, it it all depends. In what way, though? Like, what, what way would you say Mutate is better than Bestow? Um... Like so, I don't know what ha- I don't remember what happens when you blink a bestowed creature. Oh yeah, it might fall off. And things of that nature. Whereas like the mutate creature just comes back in all the different forms. That's true, and there is a lot of tricky things you can do uh, with reanimating things from your graveyard, and tricky things with abilities, like we were saying with the um, with the gods. Yeah. Um, they were going over the in the commander uh, command zone that if you, like, make a token and then you mutate onto the token, you can populate the token, and then it's a populated mutated creature. Yes, and they were also saying with, like, Mimic Fat, uh, if a creature with mutate, or creature that's been mutated goes to the graveyard, you actually exile all of those creatures, and you get to choose which creature 
you yeah, bring so back with that? Yeah, that's a bit different than Bestow. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, so uh, I was thinking more in, like, a general sense, uh, like, standard play and other things like that. People usually just wait for you, for the mutate to happen, and then they just kill it. Whereas with the Bestow, even if the creature died, the Bestow creature would come back off. Right, so, so in stand, like, those type of things, whether or not you care about the creature or you care about the trigger. Because if you care about the creature in response, if you kill it with the creature, then you just wait for the trigger to happen, then you kill the creature. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So it's just, it just all depends on what's, what's more game-breaking to you. I guess the most game-breaking, the most game-breaking bestow, er, bestow, mutate triggers are definitely the Abzem one. Uh, the Teamer one is a pretty devastating... Yeah, that one's cool if you built the deck around it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the Teamer one, I don't know. I'm sure everybody knows by this point. Is whenever this creature mutates, exile cards from the top of your library until you exile a non-land permanent card. Put it a non-land permanent card. Huh. Put that card onto the battlefield or into your hand. Oh, you get to choose. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll... We'll see. We'll see. The Abzam one is probably the strongest commander one you could do. Because you can mutate from your from your sideboard or from your command zone command zone but yeah none of the other mutates have really caught my eye none of the planeswalkers seem that insane to me i mean the walkers are like i'm gonna i need i need that um the red one is good in constructed formats because it's just gonna cheat emerical into play yeah oh so that's already that's kind of already happened to me in a standard game uh, the guy must have... The guy was playing, like, only token creators, uh, and all he did... Or no, that wasn't it. He was playing two drops. Uh, two and one drops. And the only thing... Only creatures that were bigger than two or one drops is were Thief of... What's the Thief? Oh my god, I hate it. <laughs> thief of stealing my hope. Steep of feeling, stealing fucking everything. So he would just <laughs> he would just ramp copper coat out, and then exile one of his two drops and just auto steal. So this would happen on like turn agent, three. Agent of treachery. Yeah. Okay. Agent of treachery. So he would turn three. Agent of treachery. Me. And I was like, all right. Guess I'm losing a land because that's all I have out on turn three. And then he did it, just did it the next turn, because it starts at five loyalty. Oh my god. So, I definitely, I lost to that, so you can do that in standard. Yeah. But. I mean, and then Vivian's, but she's just not something that I, like, she's cool if you're playing Vivian Tribal, because all the Vivians will work together very nicely. (laughs) And she also, her minus two ability is a uh, cast trigger. So whenever you cast a creature, so even if it doesn't resolve, you still get to go search for a creature. Yeah. Yeah, and then you get to play off the top of your deck and everything like that. Uh, Like her and Vivian and the uh, three mana where you can play creatures instant speed. Like Then you can play off the top of your deck for instant speed, potentially. That's that's right. Oh, yeah, all the Vivians together. All the Vivians. Narset. Narset's okay. Yeah, draw, discard a card, deal damage equal to... Uh, it's converted mana cost to creature or planeswalker, so yeah. a lot, a lot more instances of creature or planeswalker now in cards exactly. instead of just creature. They don't want you hitting the player ever. No, they're like, stop! No more damage to the people. You can't discard Emrakul and deal fifteen to your opponent. I want um, one for the uh, the super friends deck though. So, oh, that makes sense for your your Pramacon. Pramacon. Um, I'm I'm actually very interested in three of the five enchantments. So I'm probably going to play something with Offspring's Revenge, uh, probably going to play something with uh, Death's Oasis, and then probably going to play something with uh, Titan's Nest. So Titan's Nest is amazing. It just says, give all your things Delve. Yep, 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 yep. Oh, I'm just going <laughs> to exile this and add mana. I probably have to proxy the Death's uh, Oasis somewhere, because I think that's better than I think it is. But... I didn't think it was very good off the top of my head. I'm like, oh, I want my creatures to go in and I want them to go into play. But that's just me being greedy, probably. Right, it's just a, it's a weird, <laughs> it's a weird eternal, kind of eternal witness. Or maybe just a so grave. It's more scrap troller. Yeah, scrap troller or a grave digger. And then I'm sure there's something crazy you can do with Offspring's Revenge. 
Oh, for sure. Yeah. If I was playing constructed, I would definitely be playing the uh, the rug one because that just that's that's the deck from my childhood. I'd be playing in modern right now. I'd be playing the uh, rugged shaman and just playing four in snaring bridge and going to town. Oh, in in yeah, in modern. I could see it. I could see it. <laughs> Discard my hand. Okay, draw a card. Play it. Draw a card. Draw two. And just kind of go off there. And just play all the burn spells and all these stupid things. Um, what decks have I been building with? I have... So this is kind of bad. I have yet to find a companion that I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to play this in whatever deck I have. So, like, the easiest one for you would probably be uh, the green-white one because you love tribal decks. I So, yeah, I do... I do have a... <laughs> Wow, there's so many. So each creature, each creature in your starting deck is is a cat, elemental, nightmare, dinosaur, or beast card. Um, so I, I already have a dinosaur deck it could go into. So it'll probably already find its way into there because it's just free if it's if it's in there. Exactly. Yeah. Wellspring. Have you have you play tested any with the with the Wellspring? Um, not the Nymphmizit one. I've gone through also working on the one, and there's a lot of different com- there's different combo lines with it. So I was working on those to make sure I could figure them out. That makes sense. I do. I really don't think we're going to see a whole lot of companion and commander. No, I don't think so. I just they don't like none of them seem so insane that I need to play. Well, one I can't. Two I can't even play in commander. Yep. Uh, and then the rest are pretty restricted. I mean, you'll probably end up seeing some Boros decks where there's infinite combos with the Dawn Walker. Yeah, but that would rather just be the, the actual commander. The, uh, commander. Yeah. You can just have your two, your one piece in your side, or in your main, your commander slot, and then, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. So now, though, do you think... Dream Den, the the cat nightmare. Do you think that takes the place of what's the mono black commander that does the same thing, or does it always bring back as many? So, Shisari, caretaker. Oh, um, does it replace it? As far as whenever a creature with power, so you, so you gain white, and you're just talking about playing it as a commander. Yeah. Not for the companion. Yeah. Um, so you gain you gain more um, options, as in you can play artifacts and lanes and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you, I think <clears throat> the caretaker triggers multiple times per turn. So yeah, so it says whenever a creature with power one or less is put into your graveyard from the battlefield, you may return that card to the battlefield at the beginning of the next end step. So you'll get more triggers off of it, but you get, yeah, you just get more triggers off of it. It's it's a fairly, it's the fourth most built mono black deck. Yeah, but like if you're building Lurus, you know, you could, you could easily build that as like a smokestack deck. True, yeah, you just get to NBA. recast. <laughs> Keep going to town now. Right? You're like, oh, my lantern. I'll uh, sack my lantern. Okay. How many times do you want to see the strip mine? Yeah, now I'll put the lantern back into play. And, oh, look, I like that card. We'll keep that one on top. Yeah, that's right, because uh, Caretaker is literally, is only creatures. Uh, whereas Dream Dream Den is any permanent, two or less. So that's, yeah, I could see that as a smoke. Oh, now you got me thinking that I want to build that as a smokestacks, uh, Commander. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Oh, that's really cool. That's really cool. Uh, that might happen. <laughs> that might happen. Right? It's also, a, it can just be like a draw effect sometimes with uh, mines, Mindstone and... Well, right now what they're playing in uh, in Legacy, they're playing Delver Deck to Grixis, and they're just playing like four Mishra Bobble so that they could just play Mishra Bobble every turn with them. Oh, and draw an extra card every turn? Yeah. Very grindy. Like, oh, guess Very what? Grindy. I played my fortification and three mystery bobbles, and I'm back to the square. <laughs> and here we are. And we're good to go. 
Yeah, no, I might uh, I might end up building this deck. Right? Because you can just play, you get to play Reanimate Dead, and if the creature dies with Reanimate Dead on it, you just get to recast Reanimate Dead next turn. Yeah. Well, and, Animate Dead. Or Animate Dead. Yeah, not Reanimate Dead. Uh, animated Dead, and Dance of the Dead, and... Huh. Not Necromancy, though, but... Not Necromancy. That is a little too... But you do get you to, like, do, Remorseful like, Cleric. Apprentice Necromancer, you could do. Yep. Apprentice Necromancer. Wow, yeah. I might... Uh, Magus of the... Or, Magus of the Balance. You can balance every turn. If that's oh, really what you want to be doing. That's another thing for the, uh, the Capital deck. Was to put an indestructible counter on Magus of the Disc and just go to town. Oh, and just start destroying. Just like, uh, making Nefevril's Disc indestructible. Just keep doing that. Oh, man. Yeah, uh, I might build this. We'll see. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Yeah. So you, like, you, you love the two-color decks. Do I do. Do you have a, a three-color deck anymore? I have, um... I took some of them apart. Oh, I was thinking about building the the trample-themed commander. What's the cruel commander? Okay. The, the uncommon guy. Is he uncommon? Or, or, the, or, or I don't know, if the, is the dino a legend? No, the dino is... I wish it was a legend, because that would be a great trampler. Uh, no, uh, Storm... Or Stone... Stonebro... Uh, oh, okay. The, the Centaur. Hero. The Centaur. Yeah. Yep. Time Spiral guy. Yeah, I was thinking about building him because of the new... There's a few... There's three Trample yeah, things. Yeah, absolutely. Now you got a Trample Fight guy. Uh, a Fight spell. What's the Trample Fight spell? It's like if you if you, you fight two creatures, and if, you have tra- if your creature had Trample, all the excess damage goes to the player. Oh, yes. The 4-3. The Oh no no no! The spell, the spell, the spell. Yeah. Yeah yeah. There's the there's the four three that whenever uh, creatures you control with trample have, uh, you may have this creature assign its combat damage as though it weren't blocked. Correct. Yeah, and then there's the dinosaur, which is awesome. So I might I don't know I might build this deck. I think I already bought a couple of the like cheap cards for it. How does this work? What does this read? Whenever one or more creatures you control with trample deal combat damage. To a player, create an XX dinosaur beast or dinosaur <clears throat> beast creature uh, token with trample, where X is the amount of damage those creatures dealt to that player. Whoa! Yeah. So if you have two five fives, uh, two twos, you have three damage go over twice. That's six. You get to make one six six. And now, whenever one or more creatures you control deal combat damage to a player. So if I have multiple creatures with trample and I spread it out. In multiple, multiple directions, people. I get multiple dinosaurs. You could get up to three. You could get up to the number of dinosaurs that you have opponents. Wow, that's crazy. And are they all... Oh no, to that player. So they're all equal to the damage that got through to that player. Yeah. Okay, I might build... I, uh, I'm on like... I'm kind of getting there. Could it, be a, <laughs> could it be a beast tribal deck instead? It could be a beast tribal deck. That dinosaur is a beast. Yeah, but the centaur is a centaur. He likes beasts. <laughs> he enjoys the company of beasts. Oh my god. I gotta stop building tribal decks. I gotta stop it. There's no real card for Godzilla, right? That's just God. Godzilla is Godzilla. I have to imagine that there is a card because you can get one, I assume, in the collector packs. It does have a name at the top. Yeah, because, like, you can't, you get one. I assume that, that they have a non-foil in the collector's packs. Oh, I wonder what the non-foil picture is. But I can't confirm nor deny. Oh, it it's Zalothra Strength Incarnate is the real card name. Let's see if they have an actual picture of that card. What would you, what do you look like? <laughs> Not as Godzilla. Non-Godzilla. Non-Godzilla. I don't think they... I can't find a picture of it normal. It may not exist. Oh, that's weird. I guess they had to give it a real a real card name, too, because that's just the way it is. Dude, I... Is it bad that I'm more excited about the, like, Japanese stylish art than I am the Godzilla art? Um, No. Because 
like some of the some of the comic book art is super cool. The showcase art, like Luca, is such a beautiful. Oh my god, what a beautiful cat! Like I super like Gem Razor a lot. Let me look at Gem Razor. Gem, Gem Razor. It looks, it looks terrible as a normal card. And I'm like, oh, this card's awesome as the other one. Um, oh, the what's the normal art look like on Gem Razor? Oh my God, the comic book art looks like he's about to. <laughs> he looks like I don't know a mutant. He just looks like well, he is a mutant, uh, but he just looks like he's about to dare someone's head off. Exactly. So oh my god! Significantly more badass. The rest, like even his Godzilla one, is like, ah, uh, he's fighting a bunch of jets. The other one's like, fuck this, fuck these gems. Uh, <laughs> and then it's mutant art. It really looks like something out of like One Punch Man. <laughs> oh my god, that's crazy. I like all the lands in their alternate art. They do. They do look very pretty in their alternate art. Yeah, they're actually very well styled. I'm so yeah. I might try and get, I might try and get a playset of the alternate art uh, style or comic book stylized of all the cards in this set. Oh yeah, yeah. Like if they were better, I wish they were better because I would love to buy a collector's box because of, but the cards are terrible. Yeah, no, like, because what is it? Three hundred for a collector's box. Um, like I think the Rift had one for two thirty. That's too. It's too much. It's too much. I half of the singles I could buy. Let me go see. So like, I'm like I don't even I don't even want to have a card in the set. <laughs> There's only like a handful of cards. I want two. Of them. I only want two of them. <laughs> and five of them are left. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. Um, there has to be a way to to look up stylized. Is there a way? Lair Behemoths, what's this? Oh, there we go. So, and let's do by price, so highest price. Oh, wow. The Space, yeah, Space Godzilla is sold out at $80 on Card Kingdom. Yeah, fucking stupid people. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, give me the stupid uncommon. <laughs> That's never gonna see play. Right? Jesus. People, come on. Wake up. <laughs> Corona's got to you. See, yeah, Apex Apex of Death, the comic book art, looks... It just looks so much more insane than the normal art. Like, the, the monster looks like it's devouring the world. <laughs> it's so good. I'm gonna... I'm probably going to... Yeah, the lands are too expensive, but that's why... That's why they're not sold out on Card Kingdom. <laughs> Right? I mean, they're, they're, they're expensive. They're too expensive, normal. Yes. Oh, yeah. Is it bad that both the Planeswalker, or both uh, Vivian and Narset don't, like, their alternate art borderless, don't look that good to me? Oh, that's fine. Right? They're just, they're kind of, Narset's leg, I don't know, yeah. looks a little derpy. Uh, anyways. I prefer her see. kicking, I prefer her kicking the mana symbol out. Yes, I do too. <laughs> Make me cheaper. <laughs> I was supposed to be cheaper. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely going to buy. So, also, this was something that other people were bringing up. Like, this was supposed to be the monster set. But what do we have? We only have... Is it five creatures over power seven in the set? Um, what, because, like, none of the apexes are a power seven? No. Like, not no, even... I know like, I know, like, two of the uncommons. I mean, we have an 11-11. But, so they were saying, like, this is supposed to be the big creature monster set... And we're just so low on that, but everything you see played in standard, legacy, modern, are these three, <laughs> three, two cat, uh, cat nightmare, and like this in standard, you see a lot of people starting to play like the one one that goes in tutors for itself. It's oh, a, goodness. it's a one one for one, one black, uh, and you can pay one in a black and search for a copy of it. Interesting. Yeah. So it's just another thing. It's like, uh, it's another thing for Witch's Oven. You can play in it. Okay. Yeah. But. Gotcha. So, that's all of our news, really, for this week. 
Yeah, there's not much going on. Hopefully, when the world gets back to to running like normal, things will be more exciting again. Dude, I just want to open my boxes. I have two boxes coming. <laughs> I just want to open my boxes so badly. See, I, I want the commander decks, and I got to figure out how I'm going to get the the two of each of the lands, two of those mythics, and then whatever else I need from the box. I'll probably help you out with a couple of those. You still have to come up with your list of things you want. Oh, yeah. Um, I'll probably have that soon. I'll probably try and do that tomorrow. I'll look up a bunch of stuff, like the decks I'm building, and I'll send that to you. <laughs> what tribes do I need? Or, you <laughs> should make a list of all tribal cards that you just need in general. Like, okay. It's like, but these are things that I need in any <laughs> tribal deck, and just have them in a binder for yourself. And just be like, okay, well, and here we go, put this in. <laughs> We're playing the blue tribe today. We're playing the green tribe. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, Nick. Well, I will talk to you soon. Yes. Enjoy the rest of your night. And that's another cast for the books. everybody i just wanted to say thank you for listening to news across the multiverse uh i've been really enjoying doing these podcasts and editing it's really been fun uh, if you want to contact us you can always reach us at wolfiestar12 at gmail.com or wolfiemtg on twitter those are our contact information if you want to know how to contact the other guys just make sure to contact me and either i'll get you their information or you can give me your information to give to them. Thank you so much again for watching. Uh, we'll hit you next week with another episode of News Cross Multiverse. And bye!